The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Before we get on to today's shapeshifter, just uh, sharing a, a, probably the best thing that has happened today in South Africa, the launch of the UCT Online High School. The very first university on the African continent to extend its expertise and impact to the secondary schooling market through an innovative online modality. That's Mamocheti Pakeng on LinkedIn this evening. The UCT Online High School commences in January 22. It uh, includes grade 8 to 12. Grade 12 will be offered for the first time in 2023. It'll be the South African CAPS com- curriculum. It'll be a personalized timetable for, for children, uh, expert teacher mental support, clubs and societies, dedicated career guidance and support, And all of that for less than 2,100 rand a month. And it's an extraordinary achievement, and that achievement's being delivered by a guy called Rob Paddock, who started the Valencia Institute. Um, if you know the name Valencia, and you know the name Rob Paddock, and you're thinking, what else did he do? Well, he started Get Smarter. And Get Smarter, of course, was a collaboration with none other than UCT. So they know each other well. Uh, subsequently, Rob sold Get Smarter to the uh, listed American company called 2U, and still operates very, very successfully, of course. But Rob Paddock moving on, creating the Valencia Institute and now teaming up with UCT to provide high school education. Less than 2,100 rand a month. Um, it'd be delivered digitally, no doubt. And uh, yeah, we look forward to learning a lot more about that one. But a fabulous initiative today because there are lots of really interesting and good things happening in South Africa all the time. Uh, and it's not all doom and gloom. I get the fact that we're feeling miserable. I get the fact that the immigration consultants are being overwhelmed, financial advisors, inboxes. And we're going to talk to Warren Ingram about this tomorrow. People saying, I'm immigrating. I don't care. Sell everything. Uh, just uh, give me some cash for a taxi to the airport. Um, and, and there is that, that sense of despair. There really is. But Brett Dawson is tonight's shapeshifter. I'm curious to see where his head is at. Because since leaving Dimension Data in 2016, where he was chief executive for a long time, uh, he ran that business for, he, he was at, uh, he ran uh, Dimension Data for 12 years. Um, uh, since then, he's been building businesses. Uh, all over the place, including in South Africa. You actually finished Dimension Data, Brett Dawson, in 2016, right? That's right, Bruce. Good evening, and it's a pleasure to be with you and your listeners this evening. And, and what have you been up to? I mean, you know, a lot of people give up in corporate. They're going to spend their money. They buy a wine farm, take up golf. You you got seriously into into cycling. Um, that's the other, that's the new golf. But um, you haven't been resting on your laurels one little bit, I don't think. No, Bruce. When I, when I left Dimension Data, I was, as you're right, I was there about 18 years and the last 12 as, uh, as chief executive. And I, I, and I had some, so many good, good times there. And I thought when I left that uh, still in my you know, early 50s, I thought there was still, uh, still a lot for me to do. I still wanted to make, still wanted to make an impact and um, thought that, you know, just you know, as much as I love cycling, just doing that all, all day, I just <laughs> frankly not good enough at it and uh, to take it that seriously. But, uh, you know, what, what should I do? to make an impact. Um, and there's, there's lots of big corporate roles that I could have gone and, and done. And, you know, certainly I was approached for one or two, but I, when, I, when I thought about my time through my career where I had the most fun and at the same time, when I think I made the, you know, a good solid impact 
was really mainly in startup, uh, in startup companies. You know, I, I, I did in my career several startups, and even within Dimension Data, from when I took it over in a turnaround situation, in, in quite a serious turnaround situation, it was somewhat of the uh, a big turnaround startup type thing, and, and that's where I had the most fun in these in these startups. So, in the last five years, what I've done is gone and and really been involved in private equity. So I'm involved in in three, if you like, principally three spheres of that. The, the one I'm, I'm involved all by myself and just drive is a business called Campan. And here we invest in very early, very early stage startups uh, where the main theme, uh, what I'm focused on, is where companies seek to transform an industry or make a significant you know, change to an industry through using technology. So if you like the, uh, the model of an Uber or an Airbnb, Airbnb on a dramatically, dramatically smaller scale, but can we use technology to fundamentally change an industry or process? So I'm involved in about eight or nine businesses in, in, in private equity where we introduce capital and then I get involved with the guys. Uh, lovely to work with teams and you know half my age twice as smart and all that good stuff and and to try and uh, try and help these businesses um go from an early stage startup to 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 be a success and so is um, campaign exclusively so in south africa uh, sorry sorry brett is, is campaign exclusively no. in south africa no no it's not i um we've had one uh, one or two in the uk and uh one in australia uh, but the most, the majority are South African based. And interestingly enough, I think all of them have some kind of South African link, even if they were, you know, based in the UK. So, but most of them are South African based. Okay. That's campaign. What else have you, what else you got? So you got two others? The, I went in, uh, I, I was asked to join value capital partners. That's Anthony Ball and Sam Satoli, the VCP. They're a much bigger private equity um, you know, outfit, and I, I was asked to join them and go into uh, the initiative to invest in and then turn around Altron from, to try and dramatically increase the value of, uh, of that public, you know, it's a public listed company. And so I went in with them and put, uh, put capital in to, 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 uh, to hopefully, and, and has thankfully transpired to you know, completely reposition Altron and generate a lot of value for shareholders out of that one. So I'm still involved. Well, I mean, in, Teto Nyati, the chief Altron. executive of that business, is, has led it very effectively, has transformed the way it operates, and, you know, sold off uh, PowerTech, if memory serves, um, and really focused the business more on modern technologies. And um, it's paid off handsomely. Yes, that's correct. I mean, the main transition there has been into, into, into IT technology, um, and also very successful expansion into the UK, uh, where we at that part we <coughs> we listed off separately, we spun out and and uh, listed off separately at the back end of last year, and that generated, thankfully, a, a lot of value. Yep. So and that's uh, Bytes. Alpha piece has gone very well for us. Yeah, Bytes has done Bytes very UK, well. Bytes, Bytes is separately listed on the UK stock exchange now, um, and South African investors have still got access to that as an investable asset. And then number three, it's, uh, uh, it's again, it's sort of been the also third, in the startup space. 
Yeah, so the third uh, element, also private equity, uh, it's through a company called Anuva, uh, and they were originally started as a Section 12J um, business, which I know you know a lot about. And they also have half a dozen private equity uh, investments. These ones are much lower risk uh, than, than the Campan one. So Campan is my very high risk piece of the portfolio. And then Anuva is much more uh, about steady cash flows and generating, you know, re- much more consistent returns for shareholders. So I'm playing in uh, in a spectrum from very high risk, early stage startup, and to more mature uh, private equity uh, investments. A strong underlying theme, of course, is a big South Africa focus and a big South Africa exposure. In a moment, uh, Brett Olson, I want to know whether or not you uh, get a cut and run, whether you get a run screaming. What gives you optimism about the future? You consciously took big exposures to South Africa, whether you look back at that as being still a wise decision. Pick up on that theme in just a moment, Brett Dawson, for Chief Executive of Dimension Data, now a significant private equity player across large uh, swathes of the world of business, not only in South Africa, but with some UK and Australia exposure too. More with Brett Dawson in a moment. The Money Show. Shapeshifters. Brett Dawson is a shifter. He is the former chief executive of uh, of Dimension Data. He has also uh, got re- numerous other business interests with many with uh, big exposures to the South African economy. And did you sit last week, Brett Dawson, and just look at parts of KZN and parts of Gauteng going up in flames and think to yourself, well, that was the biggest strategic mistake of my life? Or could you keep perspective? Well, Bruce, I think like every South African last week, it was a it was a dismal, very tough time. I mean, the, uh, I'm glad this interview wasn't exactly a week ago. <laughs> I think it was uh, very, very disturbing being a South African watching that. And um, you know, whilst you, you know, whilst I was, you know, am exposed to South Africa in terms of dramatically exposed in terms of investments and that, my thoughts last week were not about that. I was much more just concerned about uh, about the country and South Africa Inc., if you like, and our people, and uh, which to me was a, a much bigger, uh, much bigger thing than 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 my own personal business interests. So I do think we've all been through a, a heck of a roller coaster week, and uh, and I think we all still. I'm certainly feeling more positive than I was a, a week ago, but still waiting to see. Our president uh, charts a, a path forward from here, both in terms of making the right kind of decisions that we can that we can stabilise and then move our country forward after uh, you know after a horrific uh, week last week. Uh, you say that you didn't think of your own business interests; you're worried about the country. But the country and you know, individual business interests are intimately intertwined. It is because. People like yourself are willing to risk capital. People like yourself are willing to help entrepreneurs. People are willing to sit on boards to give advice to um, sharing experience that the country has held up the way it has for the last 27 years. It's when business people give up that I worry truly about the future because that's where the tax base goes. That's where the revenue to do the work that governments so desperately needs to do um, is, is situated. Well, exactly right, Bruce. I mean, the only way 
the country operates, uh, the real business model, if you like, of the country is to, is really, any country should be to have a, enable business to do as, uh, you know, as much as they can and as, as, as productively as long as they play by, by acceptable rules and that, because, you know, that through, it's through growing business that you create jobs and it's through creating jobs and doing trade that you raise taxes. And that's the money the government's got to use to educate its people, you know, pay for healthcare, all the social programs. So the only way a con- country succeeds is through a vibrant, uh, v- vibrant business sector. Correct. So, um, you know, vitally important we, we continue to do what we can uh, to build this, this company and every business within it. So you would have to your investment decisions in the next 12 months? I mean, has your view on those investment decisions changed fundamentally in the last two weeks? No, Bruce. Um, I think what is, what, 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 I think if you just go back, what really started, um, uh, we had to take a, a, in a serious cognizance of more than a year, go back nearly two years now, 18 months ago or something, was really the advent of the, the virus, you know, the COVID pandemic that uh, that significantly already started uh, impacting our investment uh, the performance of some of our investments and then you know which which is you know it's kind of weird looking at it that uh, in your business career this was the one time when you had an external factor which fundamentally advantaged some of our businesses and made them just because they happened to be in the right place at the right time so some were really flying and then others were decimated by this uh, by, by by COVID nineteen. So we had already I'd already taken the view you know eighteen months ago that some of our businesses we could expand uh, and double down on, and others we had to try and help them survive. And then there were a couple that probably just wouldn't make it with that impact. So I think uh, we had we had taken. You know, pretty much divided our, our, our assets into those kind of categories and managing it. And then I think last week, last week for South Africa, yeah, if I look at uh, um, my own uh, portfolio of assets, they haven't tremendously changed anything that we'd already done at, the, at, at that time. Um, fortunately, uh, the, some of my business are very exposed to things like your mobile commerce. Um, are very exposed to enabling people to use uh, access to smartphones and computers and and uh, for for blue collar workers and these kind of businesses have, have continued to do you know very well even through this period and the ones that were already struggling are struggling even more so no, they're not going to dramatically change uh, our our position at, at this juncture. Okay, so when it comes to applying new capital, you'd be willing to keep pouring money in? Um, because a lot of people might say that's pouring good money after bad in this environment. Um, your view well, is Bruce, you, you, you find the country still investable? Well, what I'm, what uh, my approach is that I'm uh, taking the view that we will put more capital in, but only into the assets I'm already involved in for now. So okay. we are basically, the portfolio is not, not looking at anything We've had to make that call. I'm just not looking at putting on and opening up any new, um, uh, any new investments, but I'm certainly helping the ones we already in that require capital to get through this time. So I suppose the answer to your question is, uh, is, is, a, 
is a no. I'm not investing in new stuff. And I think that is the downside for South Africa is folks like myself saying, well, we're just not going to do anything new for now. But we're certainly going to apply capital to try and uh, the assets that were and should deserve to get through this thing will we'll support through this. What's it going to take for you to start applying new capital? Because I had this discussion with Jacko Marie the other day about foreign investors. He's saying, well, look, foreign investors are going to sit and watch and wait to see what locals do. Um, so they're watching you. No pressure. But what's the catalyst uh, going to, to know? I think Bruce, if uh, if our if our president uh, started to make um, started to make the decisions that I think we we need to see as a country that uh, we, we things were really going to stabilise and he was going to lead us to a much to you know to uh, uh, and adopt the policies that to take this country and make it more um, you know investable so you know make it more business friendly and uh, on the one hand stop corruption on the other hand. And have policies that just which people were optimistic this country would now turn and go in the right direction. He also needs to make some tough decisions. Um, and you know, without going through those, I think if he starts, if we start seeing the right decisions emanating from him over the next weeks and months, then I think we'll have the um, we'll have the courage to double down and invest here. Uh, because if you know, if he were to make the right kind of decisions. And I think South Africa could become a fantastic, it would be the land of opportunity from this low base, if only you had the right policies in place um, for the country. Brett Dawson, thank you very much indeed. Former Chief Executive of Dimension Data, now a private equity player with lots of interests across uh, many different aspects, technologically focused primarily, uh, but uh, lots of interests across South Africa. Not adding any fresh capital to new ideas, but certainly putting new money into existing ideas to make sure that those businesses don't fall over. Brett Dawson, our shapeshifter. Thank you.